everybody, welcome to a new season, season three. I'm so excited to be back and we're going to start this season with a bang really because one of the biggest questions that I've been asked in recent months is how do you create your planner? How did you create it? Where did you actually start? How did you get a publisher? How did you put it all together? How did you design it? And I've been answering those questions ad hoc, but I thought, you know what? I'm just going to put an episode together because I know lots of you out there are thinking of creating a physical product for your business. And it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. And I know that this episode is going to help a lot of you. So let's get stuck in to this episode. Now, if you don't know about it already, my planner, the Podcasting for Business Planner, is an A4 annual planner. It's for podcasters and it helps you plan and launch a podcast. There's space in there to plan out a whole year's worth of content for your podcast as well as for your business. And there's space in there as well to help you promote each episode as well. So you're going to plan out how you're going to promote each episode. So today we're going to talk about some of the things that you might want to bear in mind and some of the lessons that I've learned from actually creating it. So this was my very first physical product on this scale and I wanted it to be a special product that people would love to use. So I've had this idea for a long time. I really love stationery. I'm a bit of a stationery addict. So it was something that I've wanted to do for quite a few years. But I finally decided, okay, this year is going to be the year. So it was back in the early summer that I had this idea to get this podcast planner out there. So I started really with some market research and what I did, I went out to my own network and I put together two focus groups. I had a group of people who were podcasters and a group of people who wanted to start their podcast because that's who I wanted the planner to be for. I wanted it to be for both podcast wannabes as well as existing experienced podcasters. So I went into those focus groups with two very different um, focuses. I wanted to see what would make the perfect planner for somebody who already had a podcast and the perfect planner for somebody who was looking to get started. So I held those focus groups on Zoom. Obviously, we're in a pandemic. Um, So we had these focus groups online. They were great. I got so many ideas from those people. So again, thank you if you were somebody who contributed to those focus group sessions. So I got so much information from them, so many ideas that I wouldn't have thought of using. And then once I'd finished those focus groups, I started to get my ideas out of my head and I created a project in Asana. So that's my project management tool. You could use monday.com, Trello, uh, but I prefer Asana for managing projects. So I just got out all of my thoughts, all the things that I thought I might need to do to create a planner. I'd never done this before, so I was just going with my best thoughts about what I might need to do. The next thing I did was looking at all the research that I'd got from the focus groups was just to start getting some ideas on paper. I put together some preliminary designs. So I literally just got some pencils and paper and started to draw out what I thought I would want the pages to look like. Now, it was important for me that it was A4 because I don't know about you, 
whenever I've had planners that are quite small, I always wish there was more space. So I wanted there to be lots of space for people to plan and design and doodle and just get their ideas on paper. So I created these preliminary designs on A4 so that I could give enough space for everything that was required. Then I spoke to my designer. Now I already work with a fantastic designer. So I handed over these very rough sketches and ideas to my designer. And of course she came back with something beautiful. Um, so we had quite a bit of back and forth about um, you know, what it should look like. We made some tweaks and she created the covers. She created the logo, which is in beautiful foil now. And she created all of the inside pages. She designed everything for me. So she put everything in the right place. And the really great thing about it was that my designer had worked on a similar project before. She'd worked on a planner before. And I think that is important because they know about where things should be set on the page. And they have worked with publishers before and printers. So they know how the whole process works behind the scenes. And she did a fantastic job. Uh, those of you who've seen the planner, I'm sure you'll agree. It's absolutely beautiful. She's done a great job. So this leads me nicely on to the printer. So I'd had a recommendation of somebody to work with um, for my product. And that was really important for me. I love working with people when I've been recommended. But I needed a publisher who was going to handle the fulfillment as well as the printing. And the recommendation I'd had was just perfect for this. So we had an initial conversation. And again, just from that one conversation, it made me realise there were so many things I hadn't necessarily thought about. So it's important that you work with somebody on your publishing that is going to help you through that process if this is the first time you've done it. So we talked about things like the lead times when I wanted the product to actually come out. We talked about the dimensions. We, we talked about how I needed to send that final document over to the printer, sort of in what format it needed to go over to them in. Um, we talked about paperweight and quality. We talked about the binding. We talked about foil um, and the colour of that. We talked about the finish of the paper that I wanted. We also talked about the packaging because, of course, this printer publisher was going to be handling the fulfillment for me. So we talked about the fact that I wanted this to arrive in a special package. So the planner arrives in a beautiful box, a glossy white box. It's wrapped in tissue paper inside. There's a thank you note um, on a beautiful card inside. Um, so it's a special experience to receive it. So we talked about all the different options for that as well and the costs obviously included in that. Next, what I did is spoke to our developer. So I have um, somebody who works on my website when I need it, a fantastic developer. So she worked in the back end of my website to make sure that I could take payments from all over the world as well as um, be able to set up all the shipping because I wanted to be able to do international shipping. Because I've got clients all over the world, if they wanted to buy the planner, I wanted them to be able to, uh, which they have, which is fantastic. So it was important to me that that was set up in the background and so that that process would be nice and slick. So she did all the back end for me, making sure that the website was set up properly. And also that when somebody made an order, 
I could export that information in, at the back end to be able to send to my printer to be able to fulfill those orders. So there's a specific format that the printer needed to be able to get those orders fulfilled. So the developer made sure that that was possible in the background too. Now, it didn't take a lot of work whatsoever. The developer made a few tweaks. She did some testing and she just did it so well, very, very quickly. The next thing we looked at was obviously the pricing of the product. Now, the profit of this product wasn't a huge factor for me. I wasn't creating this planner to make a ton of money from it. What I was doing is building credibility. I was building visibility. I wanted a physical product. I wanted it to be a top end of the funnel product where people would have something they could buy from me. They could dip their toes in the water and figure out what, what I'm about, what my business is about before they invested in something a little bit more expensive, for example. So I started by looking at the market for similar products. I asked in the focus groups that I held, you know, how much would you pay for a planner? I just asked them outright. So as I say, profit wasn't a huge factor, but of course it needed to be profitable. Um, I also donate 10% of all profits from this planner to two different charities, to Womankind and Black Lives Matter UK. So it was important that there was enough profit there so that I was able to do that. That was important for me. In terms of the marketing, my designer created a ton of mock-ups for me um, so that I could promote this online. I did a lot of organic marketing for this product. I didn't put a, a great deal of ad spend behind this product. I wanted to keep it fairly small so that I could see what worked, tweak it, and so that next time I do a launch for it, that I've learned something from it and I figured out what works and what doesn't work. So in terms of marketing, it was primarily organic and my designer pulled together some gorgeous mock-ups of the product before they even came back from print, which was fantastic, um, so that I was able to get on, get the sales page ready and um, create copy and ads for the planner. In terms of launching it, I did a, a small launch offer for the product and that was a free planning session with me for a limited time. So whoever bought the planner before a certain period, so within the pre-launch period, they were all invited to an online uh, planning session with me, which had some great reviews, by the way, that everybody's loved coming along to that. So I basically showed them how to use that planner, how to get the most from it and how to put together three months, so the first quarter of your content. The interesting thing about all of this was that I've already said profit wasn't a huge factor for me, but what actually happened was it led to more overall sales in my business too. Because I was much more visible, it led to more private done-for-you clients. So done-for-you is the product that we have where we create the whole podcast for you. All the clients have to do is send us their recordings and we do everything else. Um, so I had more private done for you clients reach out. Um, we got more production work into our production side of the business, as well as more one-to-one -one inquiries. And also my group size increased and my email list grew as well. 
So these were some unexpected benefits of actually launching the planner that I hadn't factored in. So before I launched the planner, I hadn't really thought about that. I didn't think about those added benefits that I would get as a result of launching the planner. So they were fantastic. So I launched the planner thinking that, yeah, it's going to have an increase um, overall in visibility and people are going to get to know what I do. And it's a way for brand new people who have just found out about me to sort of dip their toe in the water and get to know me a bit more. It was for that, really. And what happened as a result of it instead was actually I had more overall sales in my business as well, which was a fantastic benefit. So I guess what I'm saying here is when you're thinking about the price for your product, don't forget to factor in the fact that you will sell more products overall just from launching your physical product. People will be drawn to the business, interested in the product. They'll find out more about what you do and will invest in different things that you do as well, which is exactly what happened to me, which was a fantastic benefit of actually launching a physical product for the first time. So would I do it all again? Well, absolutely. I absolutely loved the process of putting all this together. I loved working with the designer and the printer and the developer and pulling this project together. It was great to speak to the focus groups and get a real insight. It was gold dust, absolute gold dust information from these clients, which has helped me with marketing elsewhere in my business as well. So I would absolutely do it again. So I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and it's given you a bit of an idea about what is included and what is involved in putting together a physical product. You can still get the planner. It's over at lindsayann.com forward slash planner. It's available in three different colours and we do ship internationally. In the new year, in 2021, I might put together a little workshop on this to go into a bit more detail on it. But I know that some of you are thinking right now about getting something like this together for your business. So I wanted to put something out here now so that you can get started and get your ideas together. So until next week, I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you then. Bye for now. Bye.